Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna no, just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I think I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the new Nostalgia Front podcast. I'm Patrick Hasty, and I'm Brandon Reem. How is it going, Brandon? Patrick? Yeah? God damn it, I am thankful. You're I thankful? I am thankful because I am fantastic. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, that's great. That's fa- Yeah, you're thankful. You're fantastic. Uh, uh-huh. I'm also thankful. Uh, I would like to say that it's very funny. Now, uh, last week's Fun Size, since it came out on Thanksgiving, I dropped our Thanksgiving episode. Did you listen to it? Uh, I listened to the old Thanksgiving one. I didn't know if there was a new drop with it. No, it's the same one. Uh, okay. But it's just funny because the first five minutes is just us being thankful for all the Brain Machine shows, and like three quarters of them are not around anymore. <laughs> so it's like, UFOlogy, what a fun show. Always been silly, great show. And it's like, those things don't exist oh, yeah. anymore. We used to try and plug our uh, our network people on our network. Yeah, I mean, they never did, but we ah, did. No, nobody else ever gave one shit about this show. Uh, yeah. but that's cool. I, how you been, buddy? Been all right. Been yeah. All right. Had yeah. a good, uh, good Thanksgiving made, made all my, uh, made it for two people. And yeah. Uh, first time ever doing that. And that was cool. Uh, to watch some Lord of the Rings. Cool. And, uh, yeah. You have turkey. Good weekend. You have turkey and potatoes and all that. What was your meal? Yeah. I bought a, I bought a turkey breast. Oh, sure. Uh, and then just threw, you only had to throw that guy in the oven for about two hours from Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then you know, green bean casserole, stuffing, corn, cool. all, 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 all the stuff. Yeah. Uh, found this out. Tell me. Uh, accidentally forgot to get uh, whipped cream. Oh, no. Settled on getting uh, ice cream for okay. the pumpkin pie, and boy, I, I don't think I'll go back. See, that you texted me that, and I that's a, a front to me, but was it, would you serve, how do you serve your pumpkin pie? Hot or cold? Uh, typically cold. Cause yeah. I don't know about you, man. I, I know you love your pumpkin pie. Love it. It's my favorite thing. A lot of the, t- there's probably just millions of pies across this country that have not yet been touched and are probably going to get thrown out tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, uh, we, so, so we had a pumpkin pie, of course, Stacy made a beautiful one for me. Um, I still, I, th- I've had pumpkin pie with ice cream and yes, it is good, but whipped cream just, there's no, it has a tangy zip, you know? Uh, and, I usually like Cool Whip. Cool Whip is my brand, but because we couldn't find it this year, uh, instead of Cool Whip, we use Ready Whip in the little aerosol can. So that's fun because you get pumpkin pie and cool some Whip. Whippets. Cool Whip's not my brand. Cool Ream, that's my brand. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, I'm a fool with Cool Whip. That's what that man said to me at a Taco Bell in South Padre Island uh-huh. in 2004. Uh, I, yeah, we had, I had my fake turkey, which I really love. Stacy made a whole turkey, and she still has leftovers for the week. Um... We had some really great potatoes, some really great corn. A-hole turkey. Biscuits. Is that when they're like, hey, I'm gobbling over here. Somebody made, I saw a tweet, a joke that was something like that about how like, uh, oh yeah, that's unnatural, said my mom as she fisted the asshole of a dead bird. 
<laughs> uh, wearing a mask is un, you know is not natural. Uh, now we got to talk about this before you know for the opening of the show. It's very important. You fucking watch that Mandalorian. Oh yeah. Hi yeah yeah yeah. so good. Ah uh, yeah. So many so many spoilers out there for I it too, man. I think we can do it. Let's spoil. Oh it. yeah yeah. Listeners, well, if you I... if you don't want to learn what happened on last week's. On Friday's Mandalorian, skip ahead to the after the the break. Um, we saw we saw. Her. I mean, it was pretty obvious Ahsoka was going to be in the yeah. episode. Did you think was she was going to be the first Dave thing? Filoni and the thing was called Jedi. The Did you Jedi. think she was going to be the first thing that popped up? Uh, no. I thought she uh, was going to show up like halfway through the episode for a minute. I know? knew she was going to be on. Plus, they put her photo on the. Uh, the thumbnail like thumbnail for the show <laughs> yeah i'm just a little bit disappointed that i suspected that the big reveal that came later in the episode yeah is already going to happen because the name thrawn was trending on twitter yeah see that's why i had to watch it early i watched it during the iowa i, I watched it I during the iowa state game on friday yeah. like during the first quarter all week, and halftime all week i was like finally i'll be able to watch a Mandalorian episode and mm-hmm. not have to worry about spoilers and shit, yeah. you know? But then I woke up feeling like it was a Saturday or a Sunday yeah. and did, like, my normal routine and forgot that there was... Because normally I'm at work on a Friday yeah, and just, yeah. like, got to get home. Like, it's, I think it's bullshit that they drop the Mandalorian on a weekday. It should come out, like, on a Saturday morning. I think know? it's stupid when, they don't drop it to, like... more people... They don't drop it till like four in the morning. They should drop it at midnight so I can watch it before I go to bed on Thursday. Yeah, well, I just—it's hard to get through a work day where you spend so much time at a work day, like bullshitting around online. Yeah, and also avoid spoilers. What's weird is that I watched season one on my phone because when season one was dropping every Friday, I'd watch it. I download it and watch it on the train on the way to work every episode, and I'm watching season two on a television. So it's just so weird to be like, oh, this show is really pretty. But before, I was just on my phone. Uh, yeah. I loved it. I think the Thrawn thing is exciting. And remember a couple of months ago, I had that revelation that was like, yeah, I hate the sequel ser- se- se- uh, the sequel trilogy, even though Last Jedi is good. But at some point, 20, 30 years down the road, there'll be enough movies and comic books to make it worthwhile yeah. for me. I actually think that's going to happen now. I think... Look what... F- I mean, <clears throat> look what Filoni did to the prequel era. Yeah. Exactly, but I think he's going to be doing that in tandem. I think it's going to happen yeah. now. Um, oh boy! I'm and excited. and the the idea of what oh go, Grogu the when he says Grogu and and every time Mando says it, he's like <laughs> like there's a little noise he makes. That's really cool. Um, finding out that he was trained in the Jedi Temple is really exciting. Um, I mean Rosario Dawson's role was fantastic. I think she did a really good job. Um, oh, yeah. there's some people complaining that her like fin things or tails aren't long enough, but it's like, fuck you, man. It looks so good. And she fought well. She, everything looked right. Um, and I'm so excited for Thrawn and I've, I watched all the YouTube videos where you and watch I the hope recaps. it takes forever to get to Thrawn. Me too. I, what I like when I'm ready for, we got these last couple of cool episodes that'll, uh, make a million youtube videos about yeah. theories for the next month let's just get a couple i want more episodes that have nothing to do with anything well that's that's what they've been doing he just this has season. to go yeah this season's been well, every what, other one yeah yeah and 
I just love a good crate hag, crate yeah. dragon hunt. Yeah, totally. That it's one of my all. T- yeah. So, anyways, I, what I've been doing right now too, which is what I've been doing, which is also exciting, is I've been listening to. I found on YouTube all the Star Wars comics that are canon. I found audio versions of them. And so I've been watching those, and they're fantastic. Um, well, goddamn, we got a great guest today. What say we don't make her wait any longer and take a break and bring her in? Okay, sounds great. Great. New Center 3's Nancy Chandler on Toys for Tots. The holidays are exciting for children, but not every child gets a chance to enjoy them. Frankly, the holiday excitement that most kids know all about just isn't a part of several thousand lives in our area. When you buy toys for needy tots, you make their holiday season one to remember. KMTV3 and the United States Marine Corps Reserve urge you to take new toys without gift wrap to high bee stores through December 14th. And we're back. Ooh. What a good commercial. It was a great one. It was. No money, though, this time. Yeah, you know. You know, I felt I'm used good. to no we, money. We had two weeks in a row of getting fucking fat cash, you know, and now uh-huh. we're back to fucking G.I. Joe opening or something, you know? No money, uh, no money, no money. That's right. No money. Oh, but whammies, though. God, those are, <laughs> that would be way worse than no money. Uh, speaking of uh, no whammies, we have a fantastic guest on the show today. You bet we do. A return guest. Uh-huh. Double return guest, if you technically, because uh, I believe she was on a uh, fun size once as well. Yeah. So we're getting into, like, Gideon Hamburger territory with this one. Uh, uh-huh. About time. Now, now, listeners, you might know her from uh, her wonderful chat show, uh, Sarah Kennedy and Friends, which is uh, weekly on YouTube and Twitch, uh, the place, the video game uh, streaming channel. I believe on that episode, every episode, she plays a different uh, Twitter, uh, Tetris round with a friend of hers. Uh, you also can see her on Specscript, which is a weekly show that she uh, co-produces with friends. Uh, that's also on Twitch, and I assume on that one, everyone, they write a new script about uh, what it would be like if Mario, if Luigi lo- uh, got lost at birth and Mario had to grow up alone. Uh, and, uh, very exciting... She's a finalist for Albuquerque's Best Comedian uh, by uh, the local newspaper there. I don't know what it's called, but we'll find out. Ladies and gentlemen, go crazy for our good pal and longtime friend, Sarah Kennedy. Come on. Uh, hello. Sarah. <laughs> how are you? I'm doing really well. Good. 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 You look good. You look great. Thank you. It's my lighting. You got that black stocking cap on, huh? Yeah. I my hair. I haven't gotten a haircut since I'm, March. I'm going to do that, too. Look at good this. Good plan. Look at this. Reem, look what we're doing here. We're all getting... Look. Oh, hat folk. Hats. Hat folk. Um, okay, so Sarah, Pat, You got first your toque on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got my toque on, you know? Oh, yeah. We're going to go watch Litter Kitty. That's not You know uh, What up? You you call those stocking caps, right? I sure do. You, you uh, made fun of me, I believe. No, no. I uh, discovered that nobody here calls them stocking caps. Interesting. Well, oh, yeah. A beanie. Yeah, what do you I call can this? remember trying to find some at Target once and yeah. uh two different people directed me towards pantyhose. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> Sarah, what do you call Beanies. this hat? Beanies? Yeah. You call That's, this a beanie? Yeah. Whoa. In your, what do you call a beanie? In your world a beanie Green? has the little puff on top. Would you say that that's a beanie? No. no. To me a beanie is one solid piece with no flip up mm. or anything mm-hmm. and it's more Beanie's what like a, a hacky sack and pot smoker would, oh, is, okay. would yeah. wear. Yep. Isn't it yeah. weird that when those two of those hats have sex, they have little stuffed animals for kids? 
A beanie baby? A beanie baby. There it is. I saw a wonderful tweet the other day, and I don't know who did it, and perhaps it was one of our friends, maybe it was a stranger, but it was, can you imagine uh, being the uh, princess of a country who uh, had a horrible existence and then died tragically, and out of respect for you, <laughs> they gave, named a beanie baby after you? I literally, I have that beanie baby on the other side mm-hmm. of this wall. It's oh, on shit. display. It, I have that Beanie Baby and then this wild Beanie Baby that came out. It was the last bear they ever made, so it's like all oh, black. Wow. And then it just Ooh, says, man. this is the end on its lapel. <laughs> it's this like goth Beanie Baby. I don't We yeah. found it and we were like, we're keeping that. That's a Beanie Baby oh, forever. I just wish they would have had some crossovers, you know, where we could have gotten like a Leonardo Beanie Baby. Yeah, or a Skeletor Beanie Baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Uh, now, Sarah, for the listeners, uh, they remember you. They love you. But God damn it, you ain't been on since 2017. Wow. Uh, that it's was been a while. A while back. <laughs> uh, now, okay, so first off, where'd you grow up? Mm-hmm. Where'd you grow oh, up? Oh, I thought you were going to give me the full list. No, 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 no. I like to break it sure. up. I'm like John Stewart. Uh, I'm, it's, it's where I'm at right now. So I'm in Albuquerque, New Mexico, where I grew up. Full circle. Mm-hmm. Well, you got back mm-hmm. there. Full circle because of all the right turns at Albuquerque. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's a very okay, so funny sounding name. Albuquerque? Albuquerque. It's fun to spell, too. It's no, yeah, it's spell no Walla Walla, Washington. No. That's fun to spell, too. I bet. Oh, Albuquerque has Albuquerque. kind of like a Mississippi way of spelling it. So you do A L B U Q U E R Q U E. So it's like. Ooh, I've never, um, I've never tried that, but I like that. I almost tweeted the other day that. Uh, Mississippi should get the fuck over themselves <laughs> with how how stylish they are when they spell also, their name, you know? M-I-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-
who lived in New York for a couple months. She lived here for like a like a half a year last year, then went back to Canada where she's from. And I was listening to a podcast from now, like it was from like November, and she was they were talking to her about like, so what was it like when you lived in New York? And she's like, oh, New York's great, blah blah blah. But all of her opinions of New York were based on New York before she moved away in March. So like, I was literally in line at City MD <laughs> to get a fucking COVID test. And she's like, New York's great. It's just got this rhythm, and it's always going, 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 and you're always somewhere, and there's always something to do. And I'm just like, oh, God, this feels like I'm in a fucking movie. <laughs> like, the, yeah, the city's not that at all anymore. It's really weird to think about the people that uh, move, like, the, the people that were us when we moved yeah. here. But they did it in fucking January. You know, <laughs> oh, like, oh, yeah. 2020 is going to be my year. I'm moving to New York the 1st of January, you know, and then... Uh, well, I know... I know a handful of comics that have moved here in the last, like, two well, months. Well, now, now's the time to do it. Or, it's cheap. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is it? Are you going to go to a park open mic and stuff and no. then uh, freeze to death? <laughs> Ugh, it's crazy. Do you have... Okay, so what is the experience in Albuquerque? Uh, like, is it... When you go out, or do you go out? What What are you... What's you and Kelly's life like? Mm-hmm. And are you... Um, when you go out, are people seeming to take it seriously? Uh-huh. What do you, what, let yeah, us know. so Kelly and I don't really go out. Um, we did, yeah. we, there was a couple times when we were doing really well that they reopened. What do you mean by that? When the numbers were looking good, you mean? Yeah, our okay, numbers okay. were so low over the yeah. summer and that they were like, well, we'll open up the breweries again. And, and um, mm-hmm. so there'd be a couple kind of, like we would go right at four when they would open. Yeah. And then just like sneak a beer and then like run back home before sure, it got sure. busy. And then um, we have – our house right now has a balcony and a patio. Oh, so we've nice. been able to yeah, have is. people over to sit on our patio, which has been yeah. really, really nice. But um, other than that, it, there's nothing. And the comedy – there was there was one producer here in town that was, like, doing shows indoors. In oh. a real, it was a little space, too. And so, so I, I kept being like, oh, God. Like, you would just watch people go, and then you'd be like, oh, no, and then yeah. they wouldn't they pass the same mic, and so that was like that scared me a lot. And then I did one outdoor show, um, and by I was I I went up last, and by the mm. time I got up on stage, the wind was so bad a branch flew off a tree onto the oh. stage. Oh, so you got to work with oh. it like it's a star yeah. brother. Yeah, that's yeah. when God heckles. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, God, that's so it's so weird to me because and we talk. This is literally the listeners got to be tired of this because every time we have a guest, because now because of Zoom, we are having guests yeah. on from other places, well, mm-hmm. and every time it's just Reem and me being like living in our little rat holes that we haven't left in ten months, being like, "Ooh, do you see the sun ever?" You know, <laughs> uh, God damn. Um, but it is. I mean, maybe this is not interesting, but I- I'm sure maybe you've seen. I don't know if you know, but Reem has recently got engaged. Yes, uh, I did see so, that. It's very exciting. Yeah, sure. Show, show the fifth no t- ring. Fifth time. No, fifth time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fifth time. Oh, sh- <laughs> uh, but Sarah, have w- your you moved there to plan your wedding? Yeah. Now, going through something like this, has that? Do you think that's? Do you feel like your relationship is m- maybe? No, I'm not going to say net worse, but do you feel like you guys have grown and it's a way stronger thing now because of going through this together? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we also... And spending so much time together, too. Yeah. I mean, we moved in the middle, in, in like, July. So we were living in this, like, what would normally... To to our New York brains was a mm. huge place. It was, like, a 1,000 square feet, and we were paying 750 bucks a month 
total yeah. for it. So we were like, well, this is great. But then once we were like, there's no rooms. Like, we don't yeah. have any space to do anything. And so then um, we moved to this giant, giant townhome that yeah. has – it's like three bedrooms – I have I literally have my own recording studio in it now. And oh then, my god, this is my living room. Yes, I am. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So then we just figured out a way to like give ourselves the right kind of space that we needed, and then yeah. to have shared so space healthy. too. Yeah. So you know, we, I think we have a good balance. Which that's really, really nice. that's really good. Um. Okay. So I wanted to talk about. Uh, and now this is just my dumbass brain being confused. Did you move in July of 2019 or 2020? 2019. Well, 2019 to Albuquerque, 2020 from our our little apartment to our. Okay, place. okay, that's why I was confused by it because then Sorry. remember what I said? I was like, you could have moved in February. Now I'm like, wait, have you been gone four months? You know, <laughs> like who knows? Because <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. okay, and that's very weird to me because in my head, so you moved maybe two months after. Uh yeah. oh, my dog's barking. Everybody oh. take a drink. Uh, you moved like two months after Nasser and Kathy moved. Yeah. But in my head, they've been gone for five years and you've been gone for six months. Like, what is that? Why, why does that happen? You know, uh, golly. Okay. So, uh, you've been keeping healthy, of course, you know, you're, I know you're an anti-masker, but still you, you try to take care of your your Kelly and stuff. Uh, what have you been doing during this whole period? Have you been getting into, do you get into any old stuff? Have you been rewatching any stuff, you know? Um, well, what what have you been up to? Well, it's so crazy because I feel like I talk about this every time I'm on the show. Nothing has changed since 2017. Zena, my, my best friend, my best friend just started watching Zena after. Oh, cool. Hell yeah! Like she and I have been friends for 15 years, and Whoa. every time that we've talked about Zena, she refused to even acknowledge it. Yeah, and then now she's so into it. <laughs> Like should, it. that's all we like. Should like chit chat with me, and she'd just be like, "Why did Gabrielle do that?" And then I'll be like, "Well, you know, it's just you know. fifth season was really weird. It and was actually like, uh, <laughs> a weird allegory for New Gingrich uh, yeah. still in the house." <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Did you? What did you think? It, do you remember when I sent you that Nintendo sixty four shit? Yeah. The, Reem, one night I was I don't know what I was how I, I got stumbled upon this because I wasn't playing the game, but I stumbled upon. At the end, there's all the rumors that Gabrielle and Xena are lovers, and at the end of the Nintendo 64 game, their weird, blocky, animated characters, like, kind of make out they a do. bunch, and, like, hug, <laughs> and, like, it feels like the end of, like, a love story, so it's like, it must be a love story, and I think that the N64 game made it canon that those two were, uh, you know, <laughs> more than pals, you know? Uh-huh. I think that's so wild because that predates yeah. like The Last of Us and all those other games now mm-hmm. that everybody's like, oh, they're just trying to push an agenda. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, Mario and Luigi fucked. That's true. Well, sure. Yeah. yeah. They jacked off each other every once in a while. It was That's what the pipes was all about. It was just mm-hmm. they didn't really understand going down the pipe, get it? But mm-hmm. our audiences weren't ready for that. So then they, they cast weren't. John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins in the movie <laughs> and everybody's like, well, those Bob could never get John. So... <laughs> Uh, Reem, go ahead and ask something. I'm going to take a sip of my coffee. Uh, you've been watching anything else besides, uh, uh, Xena or playing the, uh, 64? I remember you had a pretty kick-ass 64 collection. Yeah, I, um, well, I've been, I feel like, yes, I feel like I'm watching stuff all the time, but now I can't, I, well, I come on the nostalgic front without knowing sure. what TV shows I'm watching. That's ex- hey, great. I'm a great guest. That happens. We have guests that are literally like, so what have you been up to? And like, nah, I don't know. Nothing. I don't like stuff. <laughs> I don't oh, like no. nostalgia. I think it's dumb. Well, cool, but get the fuck off. 
Um, no, I mean, I, we, we, uh, there's been a couple seasons of Drag Race that we've been watching, but oh, sure. now they're on a hiatus. Like, there's nothing, nothing that I usually enjoy can be made right now. So, yeah. like, it's, it's all. So, yeah. It's so surreal. Have you been, do you feel the, I know that you're doing these shows. Do you feel that you've been creative during this process and keeping your juices going? Yeah, I tried. So I was trying to be really easy on myself, like just being like, you don't have to king lear this. This doesn't have to be a thing. And then just by the nature of like letting myself off the hook, I've been a bazillion times more creative than I usually am in a regular year. So we made that short film that was in the festival. Uh, what good? Eh, we don't have to talk about it. I'm interested in your experience with that festival. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't. I just we, we needed to submit it to places before it yeah. became not relevant. And so, you guys won. Yeah, I know that was nice. That was very cool. I uh, so okay. So, I submitted to a Renaissance festival, but they were like stand up didn't exist back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You tried to be a jester and everything. You wore like a weird fucking hat, but then you were still doing like I'm a people person, teen people not so much. <laughs> Uh, that's my thing is I felt, I, and I'm interested, I don't know if we've talked about this either, Reem, I felt very creative. I didn't feel, I felt terrible. Mm-hmm. And then in May, I forced myself to do that fake chats web series, which felt very creative. And like, I mean, every single day I had this extra, not only was I working, because I, this is my office now, mm-hmm. but I was working, but also I had this like extra test to make these videos. And then as soon as uh, George Floyd got murdered, everything fucking went out the window. I mm-hmm. I didn't I literally didn't have a creative inkling for two months, and like we barely did podcasts. It was just rerun central, you know. Yeah. Um. Uh. And then slowly since maybe sept- August September, I've kind of climbed back into it, and now I'm starting to feel a little more. You know, like I'm working. Uh, Nasser and I are trying to write a movie together. Yeah. Um, I'm like doing a lot of. You little started things. that other podcast? Uh, sorta. Uh, not really. I might talk to Sarah when we're done. But <laughs> I have this great idea for a podcast, but I don't want to do the work. I hate the oh. work. Yeah. I hate like even this podcast, which I love, and I love Reem. I love talking to you. I love talking to guests. I hate the actual work of it. If we had a producer that yeah. just took everything and edited Talked it, it and put it up. This would be the life, but so the idea of jumping into another one, even if I think it's something that's successful, that's going to work, it frustrates me. Reem, mm. what is your what has been your experience since? Because we don't talk about this all that often. Have you felt? Oh no, yeah. Well, most of my creative like creative juices are put into just telling dumb jokes, yeah, and uh, working them out, and you know. So does like, does this? I've never been the biggest like content creator or other thing like that like it's really cool seeing how so many other people are now like doing like oh here's a graphic of me talking in front of my tweet or whatever, <laughs> yeah yeah you know? yeah like katie boyle's like, like crushing on yeah. things like that yeah 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 like a lot of people are like really leaning into i mean i'm still putting out solid tweets oh, yeah that, you know oh, your yeah. cold turkey your cold turkey post Mm-hmm. Yes, that made, oh, it made me laugh fun. so hard. Me and Kelly were like, we talked about it all day. <laughs> Hell yeah. And Reem, I'd say that you, yeah. you actually are good at content. You're just good at the dumbest content. Like you'll spend yeah. four days editing a video on your phone of you singing, uh, what is it? He's got the fucking juice. He's got the power or whatever. <laughs> and it'll look rad. But then it's like, well, who is this for? Like you're going to send it <laughs> to the me. singer? Yeah. yeah, yeah Dan yeah. Bush himself I, I do... gets this? 
They had a new album come out last uh, week. He's the king, isn't he? Uh, it's, it's it's inspiring. Uh, Bush it wasn't my president, dated. but Stan Bush is my king, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. It, it, come a long way since 16 Stone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gavin. Uh, that, I, no, but no, I do. Yeah, go ahead. All I have is a theorized, uh, uh, like, sketch. Yeah. That'll go on, like, the internet, mm-hmm. you know? So this is this is all this is all I got right Tell here. Tell me, okay? oh, one of okay. our listeners will animate it. God, yeah. I wish we had listeners okay. that animated stuff. There's, here's the setting. There is two ad execs, yeah. uh, sitting in a room together, Kay. right? And they're like, "All right, uh, the boss comes in. and He's like, hey, uh, come on, guys, we really need that uh, insurance jingle by the end of the day.'" And the guy's like, "All right, all right, uh, who's it for again?" And they're like, "Farmers." Oh, okay, all right, hold on, so. Uh, uh, what do we got? We got um, farmers. We are farmers. Dum 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 dum. Okay, pretty good. That's, that's dumb. Can I tell you my sketch, and then Sarah, you go ahead and work one up too. Yeah, you bet. Uh, this is my sketch from the same idea. Oh no, wait. Oh, I got fuck. it wrong. You I'm sorry. Fuck it up. I, I, yeah. I totally ruined my dumb joke. Yeah, I, I was wondering. told it once to my fiance. She liked it. No, it's this. Totally different thing. Uh, Liberty. Liberty. The guy's like, <laughs> yeah, they- there it is. He's like, he's like, uh, who's it for again? Like, Liberty. I hate you. Oh, right, right. Liberty. Liberty. <laughs> Liberty. Hmm, Liberty. And they're like, and then Greg. the other guy's like, holy shit. Greg, <laughs> repeat that back. Repeat that back. What do you, what was, what, what was that? That's he's great. like, Liberty, 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 Liberty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but add one more Liberty to it. Liberty. That, okay, so <laughs> here's my my same thing. Better here. joke. Marketing room, boardroom. They're coming up with the. Uh-huh. They're coming up with the slogan for the shocker. Okay. <laughs> and so they're like, ah, what do you think? Uh, one guy's like, I don't know. Uh, two. <laughs> two in the what is it? Pink. Two in the. I, this is a joke I used to do on stage when I was in my worst part of stand up. <laughs> two in the mean, yeah. one in the bean. Two in the green, one in the bean. Well, and they're like, no, but I the don't... bean like farts. And they're like, nah, that's not gonna work. Uh, See, these Gen Zers yeah. just don't get, like, before memes, that was all we had was the shocker. Yeah, we used to have the shocker and stand-up. That's how we used to get our art out. Uh, <laughs> our, hands for all memes. our memes. Yeah, two in the blue, one in the stew, and they're like, nah, nobody's going to call it the stew. And they're like, uh, All of our memes were the rip-off version of uh, uh, the inspirational poster, yeah. you remember? <laughs> Hanging like their babe. the or, one yeah. border you would have. <laughs> And then you'd write something ironic. It's really weird. It. Nate Bargatze, the comedian Nate Bargatze, he has like a social media team. I'm pretty sure, and that's one of the things they do on his Instagram a lot. Is they do that that like that old motivational poster meme, but then instead of it saying something, it'll just be like one of his jokes underneath it. And I'm like, are you just trying to make this look like something? I would <laughs> understand. Like, it's like, are you trying to reference a meme? It'd be like. If you do like the Drake meme, but then the things in the Drake meme are just like one-liners, like it doesn't have anything to do with no or yes or anything, you know. See, I like when you when the internet finally comes around to replacing uh, meme characters with uh, cartoon characters. Mm. Oh, you know? that's fun. Like, like uh, 
eventually you have like Leonardo doing the Drake pose. Yeah, I do. I saw yeah. that. I got a big Leonardo kick going today. I, I saw know, that Leonardo Drake meme and I lost it. I couldn't find it. I should have saved it. Sarah, <laughs> do you got a fun sketch you want to talk out on the show? You bet. Um, Let I've, me hear it. I've pitched this a thousand times and it's. It, I think what, it's the Lauren high. doesn't pro- like it? No. The high production value <laughs> is what stops Lauren from yeah. taking it. Um, uh, but I, I just want to do a trailer for an Amelia Bedelia thriller film oh, so sure, but yeah. it's like a cop thriller where she's on the lamb but she's like literally on a lamb on and a then lamb. yeah that's fun the police are like are you armed and then she's like yes because she's <laughs> her arms yeah. and then like yes yeah, so, but i <laughs> so i have all these really i think i think very funny amelia Bedelia type kind of cop things that i want to work yeah. into a trailer trailer but it's very hard i also want a crane shot like that like zooms mm, in yeah, on her and she's like in do. her She's in her maid outfit. And she just like turns around. So yeah, someday. <laughs> Zach Braff loves so crane shots. That's mm-hmm. like a true directorial style of his. Yeah. Uh, so does uh, Ralph Macchio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what is this, like our three hundredth podcast? Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I, I, I was just curious thinking yeah. about uh, old Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any popular films or media that uh, take place in Albuquerque? You know, there's a couple. So, uh, actually, this just came up, uh, but High School Musical is set. Yeah. It, High School Musical is set in Albuquerque, but it's oh. it was filmed in Utah. Doesn't make Ooh. any sense. The and Albuquerque of the North. The Albuquerque of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, um, and, and yeah, then, especially since dancing is outlawed in uh, yeah, right, Utah. <laughs> yeah. That's why they had to put up street signs that said Albuquerque everywhere, so people thought they were in. They are the footloose state. That's their slogan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Breaking Bad is Albuquerque, right? Yeah, Breaking that Bad. That house and with the fucking pizza on top of it. Yeah, they, that house, like, yeah. was was constantly having a problem with people really showing up and doing that. But yeah, they, do you ever go? Am I stupid? Is that Santa Fe? Where's yeah, Santa Fe? Uh, it's an no, hour. It's an where's hour what's north. his name from? Uh, Jr. No, oh, uh, George R. R. George R. R. Martin. Yeah, he's up. Is he? He's up in Santa Fe. He was trying to Santa build a Fe. castle okay. up there, and his neighborhood won't let him. Uh, hit, Santa's castle. I mix up. Uh, I mix Albuquerque and Santa Fe up because like, I did that same tour, mm-hmm. and we started yeah. in one and ended in one, and they both. Even though I think they were different aesthetically, I still mix every event that happened up in them. So. That makes sense. I think every neighborhood should be zoned for castles. <laughs> Thank you. I agree. You know, like if somebody wants to build a fucking castle, you should let them. Yeah, and once that Joe Biden tries to take the White House and the country collapses, it will be because we'll all be in our own castles. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, who's who's president elect in, in New you Mexico? Know, I was, Sarah. Speak. Biden. Oh yeah. Good. good. That's the one I liked. We went blue so, right uh, away. We, we always oh, we always go blue. Good. You know, I'm surprised the Greyjoys. Uh, their how they didn't have a better house. Uh, in Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. or sorry, Game of Thrones. I'm surprised the Greyjoys didn't have a bit more prominent role in Game of Thrones, considering George R. R. Martin is uh, part pirate. Mm. I'm sorry, you guys. Liberty, liberty. I <laughs> God, I really like that. I think I think both those the Liberty sketch and the the. Uh, uh, Amelia Bedelia's sketch are very funny. Uh, and I feel the Amelia Bedelia sketch, I remember early Funny or Die? Oh, yeah. They used to do, oh, yeah. maybe it was College Humor. One of the two, they did like a Dora the Explorer 
and with like Aubrey Plaza that was like mm-hmm. badass. Or I think it was Aubrey Plaza. And then like they would do a Rugrats all grown up that was like all I, gritty. Yeah. I think that's 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 good. I kind of I like the idea of Funny or Die, but if they just like took it a hundred percent seriously, yeah. Like if you're not funny, your neck is done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. Uh, your goose <clears throat> is cooked, Sarah. Before the show, we were talking about standing up comedy. Sure. Uh, did you? Okay, so you've been doing these. The show, the Sarah Kennedy and Friends, and Spectrum. Neither of those are straight stand up type shows. No, I mean, those I are just book, shows where you're funny, right? Yeah, I book comics for the sti- for oh, the yeah. talk show one, but I don't. I don't really tell jokes. I, I even yeah, my yeah. joke right now is that I don't even do a monologue. I outsource it to Tyler Jackson because I let him do. Oh, I love two minutes. Oh, sweet. So, Have you heard the Tyler? That's awesome. Yeah, the Tyler Jackson Reem story is uh, I told Tyler, I told Reem I was rooming with Tyler at a festival, and Reem says, oh, yeah, we're like kindred spirits. And I'm like, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard somebody say about another person. And then I room with Tyler, and I'm like, oh, I'm buddies with Brandon Reem. And Tyler goes, oh, yeah, we're like kindred spirits. <laughs> I love that. It was. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, the game it's one of the one of those stand-up games where we swap sets oh, yeah. but uh the last beast village we were on that game together and we had to do each other as oh sets, that's so it fun was a lot of fun yeah uh, tyler's just a real lovable fella and so that's good and i bet his what because he, he's doing like this like whatever read the news bit right mm-hmm. now tyler reads the news and so i bet he's like uh you know i bet he's writing you good jokes oh it's the best i mean so yeah. he does it i just get it like a couple hours in advance so whatever one he's supposed to have for friday morning i get it mm-hmm. thursday night and i can show it on my talk show but mm-hmm. it's great he just packs out two minutes worth of news jokes and he doesn't like cool. rapid fire and so it's it's yeah. gold it's gold that's great. everybody should have been doing that years ago yeah well that's what like certain people like uh allison zeidman she's like a successful yeah. writer now she's like literally i think she has an emmy and four years ago when we were all just dipshit comics in new york she was being a dipshit comic in New York, but she was also writing like something like forty monologue jokes a day on her Tumblr, <sighs> and then like that, of yeah. course, built her into being a strong writer. And yeah. it's like at the time, really I, annoying. I, I was trying to figure out the right way to say "come on stage." You know, <laughs> is it yeah. "come"? I mean, it's not. There's already enough funny people in comedy, but we don't need funny people that are innovative and hardworking. Yeah, too. right. <laughs> yeah, you know? funny people with work ethic. Uh. Get out. Ugh. Go be a fucking oh, law man. assistant, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of these people, I'm like, what, you got another show? Yeah, you yeah. Know? Well, that's... Gosh. that's That's the thing Way that, to push yourself. Way uh, to really chase that dream. I feel like, and maybe, I don't know if this is the pandemic doing this, or if this is just... Oh, you mean the plandemic? Uh-oh. Oh. The, yeah. the scamdemic? Uh, I don't know if this is from... That or if it's just more aware, if I'm, I haven't left, okay? So, Sarah, this is where we're at, just so mm-hmm. you know. Reem and I ain't been in the same room since m- the beginning of March. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, other people in New York do go see each other, and I feel, now I'm starting to feel like maybe I wrecked it all. Maybe I could have put on a mask and gone and hung out with friends a little more, but that just scared the shit out of me, sure. you know? And uh, mm-hmm. so we haven't seen each other forever, uh, Stacy and I are here. Stacy's sitting right now watching fucking football or oh. pregame with uh, her earbuds in. Uh, we are cool. We stay in our apartment. That's all we do. Reem, you you go to you have to actually go to work, work every day. Yeah, you know. Thankfully, we have a uh, backyard and yeah. uh, roommates. Uh, yeah. Well, we're down to one roommate now, but yeah. uh, 
you know, and then occasionally we could have like a couple people over in the backyard and, uh, uh, we bought a projector during the summer, yeah. so like uh, put it on the backyard wall and yeah. watch some movies and got a fire pit. So we've coped. That's great. Because, but, uh, well, because of all of this now, because of the amount of insideness I'm doing and not doing any, not doing an open mic, you know, every night, not doing a show two or three times a week. My whole per, my whole like production has like been insane. Well, so like I'll yeah. be like I'll do all the work and I'll be like I'm gonna write this pilot and I'll start doing all the stuff and I'll get it all in line like I normally would do, and then I fucking quit two days later because I'm like oh that sucks. But usually, in the two days from when I start it to when I start working on it again, I would have done a bunch of other creative things. Mm-hmm. And now there's no what's, other creative things, so I feel fucking lost. You know. What's going to be funky is trying to deprogram. Uh, the 2020 of your uh, self. Yeah. yeah. Like there, there's going to come a day when I'm going to have to stay up past nine 30. I know. And yeah. uh, like I turned into a 50 year old man, man. Yeah. I send like, you messages uh, at night and I'm like, well, he's not going to get that till the morning. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Especially with work. You know how many times yeah. I just go to bed cause I'm bored. Yeah. yeah. You uh, know, it's like, I can't play another video game or watch another episode of just shoot me. I'm just going <laughs> to, yeah, that's go a good, to bed. That's a good now, one. I should rewatch. It, it, shoot me. He yeah, fucking we, that's that's our. <laughs> well, it's because it's my default show at the yeah, moment. Yeah, it's I, good. Uh, I'm beating the. I think we'll go Malcolm in the Middle or Third Rock next. Third Rock would but, be uh, great. Yeah, Third Rock. Third Rock's is very always good. Lithgow. Uh, I keep forgetting her name. Wendy Malik. Wendy Malik. Right? Is that? Yep. The, Wendy Malik. Yeah. Just shoot oh me. my god. Yeah. She is so freaking like. That's one of the best like characters that mm-hmm. like just got lost in the shuffle. Of great characters, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, Anyways, Sarah, have you times. been falling back on any old sitcoms like that? Uh, I know you were talking. We've talked about Xena, but sure. Do I you mean, do that, or do you? Would you? Are you? You talked about Drag Race and stuff like that. So, like, if you want to go and watch something, are you more inclined to watch like The Queen or you know The Crown <laughs> or something new? You know, Queen's Gambit. That shows or, a little over my head. <laughs> or do you want to watch? It sits uh, right on my head. Yeah, um, <laughs> or you want to watch, you know, an old episode of, you know, start Third Rock. What's your? Uh, it depends. I mean, because now me and Kelly watch everything together, so we've been yeah. doing like whatever is like the big cultural event thing. That's what we'll pick to watch. So like, we watched this the um, Happiest Season, which is the gay lady Christmas movie. Yes, movie. We watched that is with that friends good? over Zoom. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. I have first, I have pivoted. Everything in my brain during these past few months. You're straight just, now. Is that I, I know. Isn't that nuts? <laughs> um, I <laughs> I just want to help my friends and my family. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And help people. Like, if they need to stay home, I want them to have something to watch and listen to and do while they're staying love home. Love it. Love it. And love if they're it. going out, I want them to have the safest places that they can find and what that looks like. Yeah. And then if it's my friends, I'll play. I would rather play Jackbox games than be alone and watch a sitcom. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying yeah, yeah. constantly to be like, yeah. is everybody okay? Who needs something? Build, Let's do this. Build up. community and help. Mm-hmm. So, um, so all the stuff that we've been watching has been that kind of stuff too, where it's like, um, okay, what's like the Super Bowl of this week? Like, what is, what are yes. people watching so that I can feel like I'm connected with them and talk about it and do that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So I, yeah. I really haven't been as nostalgic as I should be. Although I will say, Doing all that I did because now I've got a newsletter too, where I literally yeah. talk about like the fun things you can do digitally at home or whatever. Yeah, and um, I I was talking about Dolly Parton helping with the vaccine, and then she, you know she helped make Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's so, a hero. Yeah. Oh. 
So I was like, <clears throat> I should do like a full Buffy rewatch with that knowledge now. Because I think it would, yeah. it, you know, if you do it so Joss Whedon-y, then you get kind of lost in the other people who were involved in making that show. So yeah. That's what I yeah. that, kind of like. Anytime you see a Weinstein in the credits of a show, yeah, you're like, oh. yeah. Ah, well, that's tainted. why my thing with <clears throat> with Buffy is uh, we had Alex Cack on not too long ago, and love he him. loves Buffy. Mm-hmm. Otto Fernandez loves Buffy. Everybody recommends Buffy, and my whole life I still have never seen it, and that feels one hundred percent like the thing I should be watching right now in quarantine. Yeah. But I don't think i've just learned too much about that whedon guy yeah that i'm like i don't think i i don't want to i don't want to enjoy art he made and then still have brandon yeah brandon whedon former (laughs) oklahoma state quarterback (laughs) but uh i you know what i mean like i don't want to get real into it and love it and then be like yeah it'd be like if i found out dave filoni the guy for rebels and like clone wars you know if i found out he was like a piece of shit it really bummed me out because i've enjoyed so much of their art yeah recently yeah. like it's not that it's fine but like when i find out a lead singer of a band is a, a fucking sex pest i if i can still acknowledge that i enjoyed their music for the last 10 years i'm just not going to get into it anymore but it's different when you get into something now and then find out that it sucks you know yeah yeah that's really hard and so I, that that holds me that holds me back on buffy which sucks because i really think i would enjoy it I think you would too. I wish there was a way. I, I keep trying to figure out a way that you could experience it without it being yeah. a Joss Whedon thing. But it is. It just is. I mean, it's yeah. Kelly and I always joke when we listen to the radio, we have to be like, oh, like you'll just be jamming along and then you're like, ah, it's Michael Jackson. And you change yeah, it. And yeah, then you're like, yeah. ah, come on. Yeah. Like every station has somebody on it that's a complete creep. And then you're like, man. Yeah. That's oh, Especially once you start listening to classic rock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh man. Oh, those guys are fucking weird. <laughs> it's like. Gene Simmons, that guy's a fucking weirdo. Uh, yeah. I wrote a paper a, on him in high school. I had a theory. Wait, what did you say? I wrote a paper on him in high school. I had to write a paper about really? two immigrants, and I picked him and Alex Trebek. Oh, RIP. wow. Rest in peace, Alex. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that had anything to do with Alex's demise eventually? The paper you wrote? Probably not, right? <laughs> he felt the words. Like- well, I'm not surprised. His life's always been in jeopardy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I got Lee G O P A R D Y because I got a. <laughs> he, uh, I liked Alex, man. Did you have you been watching the most recent, the new episodes, either of you? With, with no. have they switched over it, to Ken, Kenya? Oh, no, okay. it is still happening. They taped Jeopardy episodes until Christmas. So, <laughs> like, uh, oh. they have Alex Trebek and before be the new episode, guy? Steve oh, Harvey. Yeah, it's gonna be Steve Harvey. <laughs> No, they had Alex Trebek giving a, like, genuine Happy Thanksgiving 2020, uh-huh. like, monologue. He's like the Herman Cain. He's been um... dead for two months. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's so surreal. And I'm not smart, but somebody else could make a like very Tupac. a very valid analogy of, like, hey, so what's America like in the November 2020? Well, a dead guy's talking to us live on television every night, you know? Uh, but Andy Wood, the creator of... Uh, um, uh, Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. He's a comic from uh, L.A. He was on it in these episodes since the since Alex has died, and he won like fucking four episodes in a row. <laughs> it's Wasn't like, he on the ugh. science podcast? Yes, probably science. Yeah. So him oh. and Matt full him and Matt uh not full Trump Matt whatever the fuck, but yeah Andy from that show won four episodes in a row of. Uh, uh, Jeopardy, and just imagine—no offense to him, but like, just imagine if Alex Trebek hadn't passed away, 
probably nobody would have paid attention, you know? Like, yeah. Raj was on Jeopardy once. Nobody really gave a shit. Uh, I mean, he did, and people it was we exciting, it but Greek. it's not... We did. Yeah. But it's, like, way different than this guy being on it after he's already passed away. Like, he's got to, he's done so many press. It's such a more interesting story yeah. to have this experience after he's gone. Yeah, uh, Trebek had a great Nerdist episode. Oh, I yeah. I remember. Where, like, you know, back, you would just, yeah, exactly. But uh, uh, you would just listen to, you know, the random podcast back in the day before. Yeah. And then I listened to an entire episode because I didn't give a shit about Alex Trebek. And then I was like, oh, Alex Trebek rules. Yeah. He's, there's uh, a. Just like good mentality and just, uh, yeah. Since he's Canadian, uh, the CBC loves to, you know, there's like legal rules in Canada that you got to like fucking uh, push your own, you know? Mm-hmm. And so there's a bunch of documentaries about him in Canada. And uh, when he passed away, one, some show, was, some American channel was running one of them. And just like explaining his life and the shit like when he was like 19, he was like the hottest fucking music video guy. Mm-hmm. And like... um. What's his name? Dana Cart? No, not not Martin Short. Martin Short was like a twenty-year-old writer for him when he was like the hot twenty-seven, top of the pops, punk rock eight seventies presenter, television presenter. Martin Short was writing jokes for him, and it's just like what a wild time, you know. No, and then at night, uh, Martin Short was going over and doing SCTV stuff. That's so cool. It's funny talking about that uh, just a second ago, but man, I do appreciate how well. Everybody uh, got Chris Hardwick to fuck off. Yeah, like we all just agreed. He's just like, yeah, like we just Rumpelstiltskin does that. Yeah, the riddle and he disappeared. And it's weird that he. <laughs> uh, we might have talked about this on the podcast before, but he left Twitter. He st- he didn't he didn't like delete his Twitter. He just quit Twitter. He just stopped logging in, you know. And he yeah. used, but he uses Instagram. So like he posts on Instagram every fucking day, you know. But his last tweet. Before everything, his life shut down because it turns out he's uh, bad to women. His last tweet is from June 13th, 2018, and it's him retweeting the first Dumbo teaser trailer. And it's him saying, I got chills watching the Dumbo trailer, and I'm going to start (laughs) doing the therapy work now for the uncontrollable sobbing I'll probably do in the theater when it comes out next year. And I just think it's so funny. And also... He did a dumb thing, you know, like you can change your display name on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He did a dumb thing where his is like backwards letters, like he copy and pasted some thing that made his name backwards. So his name is spelled backwards in it, and it just looks so fucking stupid. And yeah, mwah, I love it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I love I'm that. I'm glad that... he died on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Uh, I love that uh, the Dumbo trailer is what got him into therapy and not the years oh, yeah. and years and years of horrible treatment of women. Yeah. or <laughs> Treating women poorly. Uh, I did a dumb joke not too long ago, like maybe a week or two ago, where I, I took that tweet and uh, like screenshotted it and then edited it to make it look like Trump tweeted it like now. <laughs> and then I replied to it like, what the fuck is he talking about? Dumbo came out like two years ago. Uh. Well, to be fair, all of those uh, Disney remake trailers yeah. hit like pretty good. Yeah, you know? because that's all they Despite should be. How the movie happens, but uh, you don't want to make that, trailers. You don't want to make that full Amelia Bedelia movie. No, I don't. You know, really but the trailer, the trailer you can get the thing across. <laughs> the I, all these movies, all the re- remakes, I watched them 
and I'm and I don't put anything past the people that worked on them, and I loved a lot of the cast, but like the fucking Lion King one was literally worthless. I like the cartoon did it and did it right and did it well enough that I feel like why not take all those people and put them into fuel, fuel them into somebody else's script that could have been something new and fresh. Ex- especially the Lion King, because at least like Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast, it's pretty yeah. cool seeing the large uh, num like dance number productions mm-hmm. yeah with and shit mm-hmm. you know but the lion king just has weird animals uh running around and singing yeah. which i mean at least the songs are good yeah you know speaking whatever of, but speaking uh, of, uh, i'm gonna be texting through that movie you know speaking of tweets i'll, I'll always shout out uh, andrew stewart klein's classic tweet when the first lion king remake trailer came out and he tweeted, did you all see the Lion King trailer? They got real dogs now. <laughs> uh, also, uh, it's pretty fun uh, hearing uh, John Oliver roast himself for playing Zazu. Oh, yeah, that was oh that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Uh, comparing uh, himself to Rowan Atkinson unfavorably. <laughs> Uh, okay, Sarah. So you're you're out there. You're in the Albuquerque now. Do you guys ever go out into the fucking bush and you know go out and see a haboob or anything like that? Uh, Stand bush. Yeah. Go out and got the feel, got the touch. <laughs> yeah. We uh we took a couple walks. Do hold on. <laughs> My cat. Okay, so Reem sneezed and then you reacted as if he was sitting behind you. <laughs> and so in my on my screen, gonna... it was like you two are doing a prank show on me. <laughs> You didn't have to tell the listeners I sneezed. I moved the mic away. I from know, me. but I the hurry. Rea- neither none of this is audio, but I saw it and I couldn't. I was changed. Are there any celebrities from Albuquerque? Yeah, exhibit went to my high school. I don't know if that counts. Is as there a, on, Sarah? We got to talk about this. Is there some sort of a a fire happening near you? My, What's happening? My cat is desperately trying to get into this room, and so oh, but that's, my cat's sitting oh. in my lap. Yeah. You got the paw under the door? Yeah, that's happening. So. Oh, oh, that's fun. Okay. I love a paw under the door. <laughs> like, uh, especially when you're in the bathroom. Yeah. That's, that's a classic uh, paw under the and door. And when you're outside and you just see them trying to get into the bathroom and they're like on their fucking back, yeah. they look like uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise in goddamn Mission Impossible. <laughs> uh, exhibit. Now, were you guys, did you guys graduate together? No, he got kicked out. Um, oh, shit. But, and he oh, was, really? Yeah, I figured really. he would have been... Uh, one of the best students like and gotten a bunch of exhibit A's. <laughs> Held up as one of the best examples. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, uh, no, yeah. So that was that. was that. And then Neil Patrick Harris is from here. Actually, oh, any yeah. Whoa. name a three named gay guy and he's from here. Because also. Um, the Doog. <laughs> so Neil Patrick Harris and Jesse Tyler Ferguson are both from Albuquerque. Oh, weird. And Did they know each other? Did they are they around the same age? Maybe uh, they might be around the same age, and I don't. Because I feel like they would have, uh, you know, probably been in the same uh, theater. I don't know what their theater background was. Of course, Doogie took off early. So sure. what? What was your high school's uh, mascot? A cougar. Yeah, a bunch of parking lots full of a lot of pimped out rides. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because exhibit. Yeah, yeah, he's just he can't uh-huh. stop. Uh, probably cougars mercury cougars oh yeah oh. yeah i had uh i'm gonna buy me a mercury and cruise it up and down the line <laughs> yeah for sure you song. know alan jackson redid that one alan jackson got married to a lady from my state she got married to is that true he got married to a lady from farmington which is like a little town here and then he cheated on her ass all through the 90s mm-hmm. And then she took him on an episode of The View mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and talked about her book where she wrote a book all about how fucking much he cheated on her. 
And if you guys can find the video, she's talking to Hoopai Goldberg and the rest, and she's like, well, it was really terrible. It was a lot of bad years and everything. And he is sitting, staring at the floor with his big-ass cowboy hat on, sitting next to her, like he's getting yelled at by a principal. <laughs> and it is so funny. And boy, I, I love it. Chattahoochee, I, I bitch. Don't, I don't know where this from, but I just have a hard time respecting guys with overly blonde mustaches. Oh. Yeah. Is it a Hulk Hogan you hate thing? NASCAR It's just so a weird much. look. It's like Larry Bird. It's like, um. just shave it, man. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um. Oh, here's another three-named actor that is from your town. Steven Michael Kazada. Oh, yeah. I, he was on, uh, he's a stand-up, I think, he, right? Oh, yeah. We performed together and did stuff. Yeah, he's on um, Breaking Bad. Yeah, he had his own local TV show here, and I got to be on it and do his act. That's, That's awesome. pretty cool. Well, the most... Most famous actor I can think of is a three-name actor. John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, somebody, I, here's, this is all my, all the podcast is now is me re- kind of remembering tweets I saw the other day. <laughs> but I saw a tweet the other day that was like, uh, from who knows who, that was like, uh, it's so weird that John Wilkes Booth, who, who was kind of a famous actor, but not like the most famous actor, killed the president. It'd be like if Zach Braff took a <laughs> shot at Trump. And I thought that was super funny. Uh, well, can I- Baldwin's taking a shot at him. <clears throat> oh, yeah, 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 for sure, yeah. Uh, thank you. Did mm. you see that fucking shit? Alec Baldwin went on the end of SNL after... Uh, I hate Alec Baldwin. I don't know where you guys are with him. but uh, Yeah, I could. I don't need him. He wore, On the SNL after... He's no Billy, that's for sure. Uh, the SNL, the Saturday that Biden was announced the winner, uh, allegedly... Uh, <laughs> At the end, when they go out and they clap, mm-hmm. he held up a sign that said, you're welcome. Oh, yeah, that was so lame. Like, as if Alec Baldwin's yeah. the one that did it. Fuck Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Who does he think he is? Dwayne The Rock Johnson? <laughs> yeah, that guy sucks shit. Can I tell Who, you? Who, The Rock? No, The Rock is no, great. No, The Rock's great. Oh. We all like The Rock. Also, does this mean we get Jim Carrey for four years? Oh, I really hope not. <laughs> I really, really Yeah, hope he's not. not good at I like Jim Carrey, I, but he's not get... good at being Biden. Just not. Well, I mean... I guess two years, you know. Yeah. Because he's so old. Sarah, can I tell you some more famous people from Albuquerque? Please. You can tell me what you yes. think about sure. them. Like kind of like a buzz. Uh, uh, okay, are so the, here's what we'll do. We'll do this as a fun game the because gin blossoms from there. No, the, the gin blossoms are from shins, Arizona, bud. The shins are from here. Shins are from there. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna say a name, okay. and both of you just quickly say uh, good or bad. Okay. Okay, we're gonna decide okay. is this person good or bad. And then, Sarah, if you have anything you'd like to I'd add, lo- that's fine. I love this game. I'm glad we got games back. Me too. Well, now that I have two computer screens, it's like mine as well. Uh, okay. Uh, Annabeth Gish. Good. Good? Yeah. She's in uh, SLC Punk. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's great. She's and- she's one of those actresses that I my theory is they probably didn't want to fuck Harvey Weinstein, and so they got wrecked. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because like they were on the rise- in Miramax movies and then disappeared. Um, yeah. Okay, Mike. Uh, Mike Judge. Yeah, he went. To, I mean, good. That's why. Good. Yeah, good. That's why uh, Beavis and Butthead go to Highland High School because that's where he went to high oh. school. Oh, nice. Was the Highland yours? The Highland Cougars? No, I went to Cibola. Cibola. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the guy, bad guy from Phantom Minutes? Cibola is. Isn't that the guy that fucks up the pod races? Cibulba. Cibulba. Okay. <laughs> Uh okay, here we go. What about ooh, uh the babe with the gabe? I don't know what that means. Minka Kelly. Oh, that's great. Oh yeah, uh she's great. Uh she was born and raised there. It says. 
Uh, make a lot of coats out of her. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, she plays uh, Hawk and Dove. She plays Dove in the the Titans series. Ooh, the Titans series is not very good, but I think she's a very good Dove. Um, Freddie Prince. I think the Jr. Titans have a yeah. pretty good series with the Colts. Oh, thank you, Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie Prince Jr. went to the same high school as Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, cool. He, I wonder if they were here friends. for very long. He also went to the same high school as Lainey Boggs. And yeah, that's true. Prom, it's right? true. <laughs> that was all over. Reem, did you know that Freddie Prince Jr. is Kanan from Rebels? Yes. Isn't that fucking cool? And like, he's he, canon. Yeah, it's canon that he's canon. It's just so cool that he's like, it's like how Mark Hamill also both, had this whole other act yeah. as the Joker that people don't really pay attention to. He's both Kanan. him and Rachel Lee Cook have mm-hmm. uh, extensive voice work careers. Yeah, and Rachel Lee Cook, of course, was in a famous film with our friend Gideon Hamber. Uh, Gideon okay. was in Josie and the Pussycats. He was. He played the drummer. He played uh, the uh, Rosie Ario Dawson character. That's, okay, that's there's oh, so many inaccuracies. Rosario there. Dawson, big week. Rosario, Rosario Dawson, Dawson was the bass player, and yeah. Gideon yeah. played the drums. Tara Reed. Tara Reed. Tara Reed. <laughs> you're right. Gideon was yeah, Tara was Reed. Was a saxophone player. Uh, and then uh, the last famous person that I'll mention. Tara Reed. There's a whole bunch of them, but the last famous person I'll mention to get your guys' opinion on him is the great. We spoke about the show he was on before, French Stewart. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the squinter. (laughs) Yeah. It's like he's always trying to read something far away. Do you guys listen? Are you guys familiar with uh, comedians Babs Gray? Yeah. She's from L.A., and she has a podcast called Lady to Lady, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah, she she runs that show with Buster Bunny. (laughs) (laughs) No relation. She... I don't know this. I don't know why, but their show, Lady Lady, which is a good podcast, uh, they're friends with French Stewart somehow. Like, I don't know if he lives in their building or if they just know him or what, but he's uh-huh. on their podcast a lot. And they did a live, like, internet stand up show where he was the only guest. Oh he was God. the only audience member. And then they booked comics to do stand up to French yeah. Stewart. And apparently he's just, like, the fucking coolest guy. So, I love that. Yeah, yeah that's really He's got really a really cool. good episode of uh, Just Shoot Me. Where he's oh, a guest sure. character. He and, is. Uh, he's like a puppeteer that uh, uh, the main girl's dating. I'm drawing yeah. a blank on her name. But uh, they keep doing stuff on a date. Like she'll show up to dinner and he'll act like nothing's wrong. And it's like, oh, no, no, it's fine. And then she watches the puppet show the next day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the lesson is about being late. And she's like, what the f- what the, the fuck hell? is going on here? And, uh, I, okay, last Albuquerque, last Albuquerque trivia I have. Better song called Albuquerque. Mm. Uh, Albuquerque by Weird Al or Albuquerque by Neil Young? Oh. I hear more from people who don't know very much about Albuquerque about the Weird Al one than the Neil. Yeah. Um, I like Lights of Albuquerque, which is an old country song. It's a oh, really pretty sure. one. Oh, yeah. And uh, when I'm walking in Albuquerque. It's a great one, too. When the lights go down, go down in, in Albuquerque. Albuquerque. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Then um, the sun lies on the bay. Oh, scared of bay. chocolate. You guys have a bay there, right? Just me. Um, <laughs> Got him. Um, All right. There's a Hanson song called The Man from Milwaukee, and it was supposed to be about Albuquerque, but they couldn't make it match, so... <laughs> You're welcome, Milwaukee. Hard, 
So lyrics don't matter about nothing. Story structure doesn't fucking matter. It'd be funny if it's the man from Milwaukee, but it's all about Deserts. every day he walks down the sandy streets and <laughs> hangs out with Neil Patrick Harris. All the lyrics are still Albuquerque. Oh, that's fun. Uh, goddamn. Okay, so uh, I mean, speaking well, of, go, yeah, go sorry ahead. to interject though. Please, I just love the fact that Hanson just like has just been being like putting out shit like since they existed yeah yeah although they're imploding they're, they're, just, they're just like their own thing and have a real fan base and they just been chugging along since they were like fucking eight that was one of my yeah. favorite new york memories was going to their christmas concert with hattie like oh, oh yeah it was so they because they do that every year they just do their christmas songs as one concert mm-hmm. and then you can usually see them do a regular that just sounds concert. amazing anyways going to a hands and christmas party with hattie yeah yeah like, uh, that was really fun. there's just a lot of a lot of good positive. It's Christmas and it's Hattie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's got. Know. Yeah, she's like a good stocking. Combo. You know, her and Matt are like two stockings on your shelf. You know, you're like, ah, oh, yeah. that'll make me happy, and then throw yeah. them back in the closet for fucking eight months. I don't need to put up with their shit. <laughs> uh, goddamn. Now, okay, so get out uh, of here with your whimsy. <clears throat> yeah, get the fuck out of here. Go back to Arizona, oh. you fucking pigs. I call everybody pigs now. <laughs> Uh, now, Sarah, I was curious, yeah. uh, we're wrapping up. It's been fantastic so far. You've been a fantastic return Thank guest. You. Listeners love you. Now, I don't know if you know this, but we actually re-ran your original episode and your zine episode, uh, you know, during the summer when the world was the worst yeah. it's ever been. Uh, so that was fun. Listeners got to hear you recently. <laughs> uh, what have you, is there, have you been cooking in, uh, 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 quarantine? Ooh, yeah. You've been, you, do you, or do you, or does Kelly cook or do you guys just... Are you ordering a bunch of weird-ass food, or what, what's your eating habits been like? Uh, so what's really nice is when we moved back to Albuquerque, we were like, man, no, there's nothing on Grubhub here. There's no way to do Seamless. There's <laughs> nothing. And then the world ended, and now every restaurant is on it. So now we have, like, yeah. our New York delivery comforts yeah. with every, every place in Albuquerque, which is so super nice. Um, and then... Uh, but then I got... Okay, Kelly's mom for Christmas last year got me the greatest present ever it's this thing called shaker and spoon which they should now I sh- they should pay me um but they yeah they send you a box of everything except the liquor that you need to make really fancy cocktails so oh, they'll cool. even send you the limes and like they'll make some special simple syrup for you and like little orange oil spray and so I, we made like fancy cocktails every once in a while that would, that's oh, been really that's nice great. keep keep it fun did you name them? No, they already have names because they're made by real mixologists oh. and stuff. Mm. But yeah, name them yeah. yourself. Yeah, who cares? Just... They call it a chilada. You call it a Kelly's buddy. Yeah, exactly. You know, drink up. <laughs> we call it Mama's pills. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? That's fun. So, what's the uh, big like Albuquerque like uh, like their dish? Popular fast food place. Yeah, yeah. Or dish too. Yeah. I, I always I always like knowing about those random mm. like fast food places that. Uh, Small town, you know. Yeah, yeah. Very regional. We ones. have well. There's a so there's. I would say the two biggest ones are Blake's Lotta Burger, which is different than Water Burger. Burger. Yeah, oh. it's a lot of burger. Wow. Yeah, and then that's a good name. Blake's. Yeah, and it's also feels like it's really ice skating on the line of uh, stealing from Water Burger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So we got Blake's Lotta Burger. But they got Water Burger. We got a lot of burger. We, yeah, we got a lot of burger. You don't even know what that one is. This is a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, of course, in California, they got a Hella Burger that's also on the same line. And Fat Burger. It's, yeah. And Wall Burger, if you want to. Wall Burgers. Oh, God. You know, uh, this is my From impression. From the windows. <laughs> okay. To Mark, the Wall Burgers. 
Mark Wal this is Mark Wahlberg. If I was there, it would have gone down like that. That's Mark Wahlberg talking about uh, if he was there the night uh, John Bonnet Ramsey got killed. <laughs> That's a great impression. <laughs> and the the second the second kind of big like restauranty kind of fast service place is this place called Dion's and it's pizza and it's literally where everybody in Albuquerque works for their first job so they hire like sixteen oh, year olds cool. and stuff. To, oh, but it's, so I, was, oh, I worked fun. there for a great. decade. Pizza place is a great yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. Reem, what was We've your all worked po- at the pizza places? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Polly Eyes. Polly Eyes Pizza, the real thing. Polly Eyes, Polly Eyes, <laughs> Polly Eyes. Uh, I worked at Pizza Hut, of yes. course. Uh, you ever throw like, it up? You ever do that? Uh, well, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I drank too much and then <laughs> ate some pizza. pizza came right back out. Threw it up. Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing. Uh, there's a big wa- you can watch the there's a watch window in all the Dionzos, mm, so kids can watch yeah. the pizzas getting made, and so all the pizza people do the the throwing. Oh, cool. Like, uh, yeah. here's has anybody noticed like Pizza Hut somehow like went completely downhill since we were kids? Like it used yeah. to be the best. Somehow, somehow they got behind like Domino's, and they're on like this weird Papa John's tier now. Like I think it's, it's been hard got- times for Pizza Hut, but but. They had like there's something about fast foodie places like that when they start to use their retro designs mm-hmm. all yeah. of a sudden like I want to eat there like what Pizza I think Hut happened... is using their old boxes oh yeah mm-hmm. like the second they start uh, selling Land Before Time puppets <laughs> toys like, again yes. I'm gonna give them all my money. Well, what happened was Pizza Hut. I think they just had a bad. It's just like every business. Every business does this. They, I think they sunk money into a bad marketing mm. team and a bad marketing idea when they started oh, yeah. switching to a wing street. Oh. They started to see the decline of dining sales, and so then they decided to be like, we're just going to throw everything at the wall. Mm-hmm. Blockbuster did the cool. same thing at the end. Yeah. Blockbuster started also- selling Xboxes, and everybody started wearing T-shirts, and when you'd walk in, they'd try to treat you like it was the yeah. uh, creamery, ice creamery. <laughs> or upsell you on everything? Yeah. The the blockbuster upsell. I think, well, a lot of it has to do with what Sarah was just talking about, too, is uh, the rise of, like, Grubhubs and yeah. stuff. Because, you know, it's not very... Uh, it's not very sustainable for a lot of these other restaurants to have delivery yeah. because, you know, forever it's just, uh, you know, there's a reason why Chinese and, uh, pizza, and pizza were the places that got delivered because now when you like, I really hate when you read like a Yelp review of like a burger place yeah. and they're like, my fries were soggy and my shake was half melted <laughs> when I got it for delivery one star. And it's like, yeah, time That's time him. passed between when it was cooked and when you were eating it. Yeah, you well, don't and, you don't get fried stuff delivered and expect it to be good. And the other thing is, is that I this is a thing. Um, a lot of times, if you Google, like, let's say I wanted to order something from my Rogers Garden, mm-hmm. the place on the corner by my apartment, if I Google them and get their phone number. A lot of times, that's not their phone number. That is a redirected, yeah. seamless, or Grubhub phone number. So then, if I call that number, it rings to them. I make an order to them, I go pick it up, and I leave Seamless out of it, Seamless still will get a cut of that because their phone number was activated. Garbage. So yeah. it still gets, it's it's like a scam, and maybe that's on its way out. I know that that was a thing right. that people were really- Like, I thought this about. was a seamless transaction. <laughs> yeah. And then I look at the bill. Yeah. It's a seamless transaction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Seems that way. <laughs> uh, I Have you seen the newest thing, the newest pizza commercials, though? They got a Beyond Sausage pizza coming up. I have stock in Beyond and Meat. And 
that you do. Yeah, I have like little amounts, like I have five bucks in it. Did you like some? We always did have. You see that, oh, did you see that shit right. about what happened like two weeks ago with the Beyond stock? Yeah, it just tanked. Because fucking stock bros are idiots. Yeah. McDonald's announced that they were doing a plant beast burger, and so everybody the Beyond stock died. And then, like, two hours later, they announced, oh, we're doing this with Beyond, and then it flew back up again. And it's just, it's, it's this, we're, it's like, we're all cokeheads. Cokeheads is what's doing all this. Like, we're going to have, we have, I, what I don't get is we have all this talk about uh, Beyond stock and Beyond sausage, but when are we going to get Beyond Thunderdome? Oh, yeah. Thank you. I thought you were going to bring oh. up the existence of bed sausage and bath sausage. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, great. Well, you know, uh. Yeah, bed I sausage. hope you get rich off Beyond Sausage. It's very good. I like, honestly, I'm a, as a vegetarian, Impossible and Beyond, both of them do it for yeah. me. Both of them I think are great, and I think both of them have uh, gotten substantially better in the last year even, mm-hmm. two years. Um, yeah. The Impossible Burger from uh, uh, Burger King oh. is fantastic. Uh, I haven't had the one from the McDonald's one. I don't know if it's around here yet, but... That's yeah. It's I'm. That's gonna be such excited. a unique experience because McDonald's burgers don't taste like burgers. They taste like McDonald's. Exactly. Well, yes. the, the it's the cheese. The Burger King Impossible Burger tastes like a Burger King burger. Yeah. Because it's flame yeah. broiled. It has all the same. It, it like to the point where every time I bite into it, I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> Is this just a regular burger? Whereas if you get a Beyond Burger at a steakhouse or something or like a nice restaurant. You there is that hint of flavor that you can tell. Okay, yeah, this isn't real meat, but when they when they make it that certain way, you know, it's like when you eat a hot dog, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, is this? Rat? Yeah, once they, once <laughs> you put McDonald's rat. cheese and Mac sauce on a yeah. fucking plant burger, oh, it'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be great. Uh, goddamn. Well, hey Sarah, this has been so fun. Absolutely. Uh, none of the listeners, the NFers, they've loved you forever. They they they've been on board since the get go. We of course love you as well. It's been great to talk to you. Uh, very. Geico's been on episode. board since the get go. What? <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Uh, Sarah, tell the listeners, the Enevers, where they can find you on the internet and let them know exactly how they can watch these uh, shows you're sure. doing. Sure. Um, so since being on the Nostalgic Front, I have changed my Twitter because if, if, if you yeah. just listen to it, you realize that every time I've ever been on a podcast, I had to explain what the hell my yeah, Twitter thing was. Which was it was, was Sarah K, but it was Sarah like the Triceratops from... Lamb Before Time? That was lame. That was so mm-hmm. lame and very hard to explain. Um, so I've changed it, and unfortunately, it's also extremely hard to yeah. talk about out loud, but when yeah. you see it, it makes a lot of sense. It's Sarah Comedy, but the comedy is a K, because my yeah. last name. Oh, God. I mean, that works well, out, too, because uh, that's the most racist character in the movie. She's not good. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You rewatch it, you realize how problematic those triceratops are in their worldview. But world they're view, just—they're you know? just aping what their parents taught them, and that's the worst part about oh, it. So. Yeah. Oh, wow, real hillbilly elegy. Yeah, it really. They is. should leave the ape. Those damn dinosaurs should leave the aping up to the mammals. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so you're at Sarah K comedy or Sarah comedy Sarah comedy comedy with, with a K. K. And then, and your last name is starts with the case. Yeah. So there is some, makes, there is at least some ground. And my website there. is Sarah K Comedy. Um, just sometime between when I got my domain name and when I went to change my Twitter name, another more successful Sarah K just grabbed that Sarah K Comedy Twitter handle. Shit. Sarah K. My favorite comes in. My favorite domain name is Thunder. Thunder Domain. 
buddy? What do you work for Mad Max now? Why are you jerking <laughs> that up? Why are you putting that into everything we're doing? Hey, well, it was Mystery Science Theater Marathon on <clears throat> uh, Thursday. So. Uh, uh, the uh, and then your show. right. So then, um, Sarah Kennedy and Friends happens uh, like the second and fourth Thursdays of every month, yeah. and they are on Twitch and YouTube through because I, I do it in conjunction with the Improv Theater here in Albuquerque. So it's their they're called the Box Improv the the Box Performance Space and Improv Theater, and so it's their it's like the Box ABQ is their YouTube. So it's on that. Mm-hmm. And it streams live, so you can catch it, and then you can nice. it banks all the old episodes, so you can go back and rewatch them if you're feeling nostalgic cool. for two weeks ago. And then, um, spec script happens every Saturday, and we do two episodes usually, and it's it's an episode of TV that's written by a person who's never seen the show. So, oh, that's fun. Yeah, we do like read-throughs of their scripts, and so that happens on Twitch at spec script, like it's just like twitch.tv slash spec script. That one's cool. easy. And, and can I ask, And uh, do you get a lot of the, when you watch, do a show on Twitch, mm-hmm. are you getting random people that are jumping in? Or is it mo- is your audience your audience that are coming to see the show? Yeah. Or do random fuckers think they're going about to watch somebody, you know, uh, speed run Mega Man <laughs> 3. And instead they're like, oh, cool. This guy's never fucking heard of Fresh Prince. Right. Well, the nice thing is now Twitch, since since COVID started... Man, I've been nothing. I've been like the PR person for COVID this entire episode. The nice thing <laughs> about the pandemic is yeah. that um, Twitch really became just like a TV channel for stuff. So like yeah. my DJ boss, because I, I before the before I was I was a wedding DJ assistant. It was my job. Oh sure. And yeah, we all go tough times. Yeah. Happen, it know? was great. It was my, I loved it so much. I'm so sad that I don't get to do <laughs> it anymore. Um, but he pivoted because now there's no more weddings. Uh, to yeah. he, he does uh live mixing and like dance parties on twitch it is like twice a week and so there's a ton of djs on twitch there's a bunch of comedy shows on twitch there's like yeah so it's like almost you just get a chance to have like a platform for like doing something kind of live which is nice yeah alex alex kagan's mad z mac have a show on twitch called the yeah yeah that's such a fun show holy moly yeah i've done it a couple times and the way they said the when it's just you riffing with the two of them and then one other comic it's my it's this it's this podcast, but no structure. We don't have to talk about nostalgia, and I don't have to do any of the heavy lifting afterwards. I just have to be funny and riff, and it's my favorite thing to. It's my favorite thing to do in in the quarantine. It's so so funny. better than these goddamn Zoom shows where I'm. My Zoom shows are just me looking at the camera, being like, Ah, I used to do crowd work. I can't do. <laughs> hey, who's got who's dead? Who's dead out there? Let me hear you. You know. Yeah. I just stream NASCAR. That's my Zoom show. <laughs> yeah, Zoom. Uh, fantastic, Sarah. Goddamn. Well, hey, uh, thank you so much. Hang out there Absolutely. for right now. Uh, good luck on the uh, uh, finalists. Thanks for the Albuquerque thing. Uh, and uh, uh, we'll kick you out of here since we're. That's done a funnier or die format too, right? Yeah, you're dead if you lose. Yeah. Right? Oh yes, absolutely. They kill you. Yeah. Top, I got to the top five. It's like Hunger Games, but yeah, yeah. I attribute Albuquerque the magazine. Uh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, just sit there still, and we'll uh, kick you out in a little minute. Reem, where can the listeners find you, bud? Reemcore. That's R E A M K O R E. You can uh, maybe see my sketch about uh, Liberty Insurance. Someday yeah, yeah. At some place. Liberty. That's it. I still think the sketch where. I now, Sarah. You ever fuck with YouTube? Yeah, I like it. I want to do a sketch where it's Reem's fucking, you know, bullshit. You know his vibe, long black hair. He's wearing a, 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 a Slayer shirt or whatever the fuck, and he's got an axe strapped across him like a guitar, and the the thumbnail is a hundred 
uh, metal riffs in 30 seconds. And then when it yeah. starts, it's just uh, Dio. I like Dio. Ra- uh, I listen to Dio in the car or whatever. Radio, whatever. The fuck. It's all like riffs, riffs. one-liners about <laughs> metal. And it's just him trying to spit them all out as fast as he can. And I just love the idea of seeing how people react to it. If people are like, this is hilarious, or if they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? And he's just holding the guitar for no reason. <laughs> I agree. That'd be fun. Uh, you can find me at PatrickHasty, P-A-T-R-S-K-H-S-K-E, PatrickHasty.com for all the coming shows and tanks. That's a joke. Nothing happened. <laughs> uh, uh, get on the Patreon if you haven't. Give us a dollar. Give us $5. Give us $25,000. Uh, buy a shirt. Buy a coffee mug. Reem, you got your coffee mug finally? Absolutely. I saw I'm you have cookie. it with... Saw you have with breakfast. Oh yes, you got your cookies from the Kazis. That weird how the mail. It's weird how the mail took so long to get you the cookies. That's weird, right? Uh, it's not like they sat in my kitchen for four months. Uh, and you got your Astro Train from uh, 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 my cock. So that's fantastic. You're really building up. Uh, go go get a coffee mug. Go buy some stuff. Tell your friends. Uh, keep safe. Wear a mask. Uh, this shit's going nuts right now. If you're in Iowa, you might as well just get in the bunker. Uh, be cool. Never die. And as always, remember, if you're not an NFR, you're an MFR. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.